podcast straight in. That's a fun start. Hello. How are you doing? You alright? <laughs> I literally was like, goody, oh no, that's what I did in my head. I mean, we can't go through this rigmarole again, but it might be evening when I listen to it. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning and good night. What does rigmarole mean? I'm not doing word of the day. No, I know, but just like, it's one of those words that like, it's not related to anything, is it? What do you mean? Like, it doesn't sound like... Like, when you say it, it's not like, oh, it means this because it sounds like it's a... It's not that good process. When was it? Was we doing Wigganese? That was funny, <laughs> that wasn't was it? That was this morning. Was it? Yeah. It's been a big day. No, it wasn't. It was yesterday. Do you want to say that? Feels like, I mean, it feels like longer than yesterday ago, though. It was yesterday. Because oh. I was doing my makeup. We did proper adult day yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. Went to a gender reveal party and then an engagement party. No, I don't know who we think it we are. Makes me feel really old. Does it? Yeah. You don't that, look that's a day like... over 30. Oh, thanks. So you look about nine months younger than you actually are. <laughs> yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's really good. Hey, you're 31 soon. I'm not. No offence. I'm not. We spoke about this, you are, because it's July. August, September. Birthday's two months. I know. I did this last year, but 18th of September, in case anyone wants to know. Because <laughs> anyone needs eight weeks to buy me a present. <laughs> well... They might do. They might need to prepare in all that time of what they need to get me, so you get me the perfect present. You are quite picky, so it could take eight weeks. I've started I'm thinking not. already. You said you already know what you're getting me. I did, but I've changed my mind. Have you? Mm. Can you tell me what you were going to get me? Absolutely not. Because right. I don't want to. So I don't want to really re- reveal it to the podcasting world either. Because no. might, they might want to get you that. Alright. Well, should we talk about something that's helpful then? Do you know anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> how to be successful I've loved doing this by the way doing what the little mini series yeah can you please someone let us know if it's been good or rubbish because <laughs> we've loved it and honestly like I know it's going to sound really blunt but we sort of like if it if it was rubbish it's not that we don't care but we want to know so like can you tell us so hello baby yeah like so hello. if it's been proper rubbish and you're like so no I need a different thing to happen then message us because I know it can be hard sometimes, like, listening to it every week, and you're like, oh, this again. But, like, just tell us. What? I don't think anyone's saying that about us, Phil. But you don't know until they say. You assume everyone's happy. Well, they're not listening if they're not. That's what I mean. They tune in and go, oh, this again. A different topic, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Anyway, this week is about understanding yourself in a way that you never have before. This is actually my favourite one, you know. I think this is actually... Yeah, but this one is one of our Lifflin and Burn values. It's actually directly one of our Lifflin and Burn values, isn't it? And I always find that this is the one that, like, when people nail this one, mm. everything else just feels dead easy then. Yeah, you've said that every week. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's a reason no, there's I an eight-part series. It's because you need to do all eight. I know, but I like this one. And that's why every week Jen goes, oh, this one's so important. Like, you need <laughs> to do that. Well, yeah. That's why, if it, if, if it weren't important, it'd be a one-part series, it'd be one thing. Anyway, look, the thing is, if you're listening to this, there's a very good chance you've dieted before. I would be very shocked, by all means, drop us a message, if you're listening to this and you've never been on a diet. So you'll resonate with what we're about to say. Every single diet you've ever been on, ever, has made the exact same mistake every single time. They just give you a pre-made thing to go and do. So, for example, when you go to one of those clubs that starts with slimming and ends in something that's on, is another variation of the word earth. Like when you go to that, it's just like, right, count this amount of sins. But like, they've not really asked you anything yet. They've just said, this is what you need to go and do. There's another one. They've changed it. It used to be words now. It's just a 
acronym of WW. And if you go to that one, it's like, right, count this amount of points. And then you go and work with like a PT or a coach and like, count this amount of calories. Like, do this. And it's like, the, the point I'm trying to make is, or the point we're trying to make is, they've already got the plan before they even know anything about you. Usually, you know, you name your age, your height and the weight, and like, right, go and do this. And that's it. And they know nothing else about you. They've created the solution before they've even, and I don't like the phrase problem, or word problem, but that's what they've done. They've gone, right, here's, here's the solution. Even though I've absolutely no idea anything about you, other than the fact that your name's Jen, you're 31, <laughs> and I won't reveal your height and weight on the podcast. I'm not 31. Zoo. I'm 30. Yeah, but I don't know when they're listening to this. I'm five foot eight, and I don't, uh, I'm not sure why. 71 71. Kilos. So the thing is, that that's like that, that I could now give Jen a plan. <laughs> I know enough. I've got all Jen's information. That's all I'm taking to then I'm not in a qualified position right now to then help Jen. But he has no idea that I struggle with emotional eating. I've got PMDD and IBS. IBS. All the acronyms. And I'm not very good when I'm tired. Mm. And um I've got a history of stress. Mm. Uh, and I suffer with mental health problems in general. Mm. So like, like, there's just more important stuff, basically, isn't there? Yeah, I think it's that that very very surface level stuff that people. I don't. I will go as far as say most people don't even find that out about you. It's literally just I don't. I know nothing about you. Go just find this. out your bank details. <laughs> like, what's, what's your card number? I'll do. I'll, I'll give you a plan because you're giving me money. I think though, like I was actually having a conversation with someone on Instagram before, and she was saying that she's get she's been stuck in this cycle for ages, and I was basically saying to her that she needs to start understanding this essentially because understanding yourself in a way that you never have before is honestly incredibly important. Like I would say, I was going to first say is vital if you want long lasting changes because. It, it simply means that you'll be able to ensure that everything you do is individual to you. And I think kind of, it just, I kind of had a moment there where I was listing all the things that I struggle with. And when I think about our clients, like a lot of them struggle with the mental health. A lot of them have underlying health conditions, PCOS, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, as I will say it. It is. Um, literally, some, what's it, MS, we've got some with MS. Um so much stuff that impacts their decision making on a day to day. We work with loads of people who have like really severe PMS. Some people have PMDD as well, like or even just generally struggling with like things like emotional eating or just having a really, really busy life. Like there's so much else that goes into you being you than and and understanding all of that is so important. I was just going to highlight that actually because you don't need a diagnosis. Like you might just be like a really busy mum. Yeah. Like yeah. you might just be yeah. a dead busy mum. Like you might not have PMDD or PMS or you might not actually suffer from anything uh, of those things but you just have really, you just don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You've got two kids and that's really blooming challenging and I'm not clearly, as you know, not a busy mum but we work with a lot of them so I'm aware of how difficult it must be. Or you spend a lot of time at work. Yeah, you might just do like 12 hour days. Big long work. We've got loads of NHS workers do like, they somehow do 26 hour shifts in a day. (laughs) Shift working. Yeah. There's so much stuff. Honestly, if we were to put together a podcast on all the different things that impact, it would take us hours. Yeah. Like we actually, um, we did a training for the clients, didn't we, around a month ago on all the different things that impact weight loss. And on that training itself, it was nearly an hour long and we only covered four things. Because we said we can't cover them all in one training, we're gonna to have to go over them again and again moving forward. Because there's just that, there's just too much stuff, and it covers more than your name, your age, your height, and your weight. But 
The best way to go about it, and we've said this before, we love this word, don't we? I think mm-hmm. our coach taught us this, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we got this from Joe. Just be curious about things, like your feelings, your emotions, your decisions. So like, how do I feel when such a thing happens? Like, when I'm late, or when I'm early, or when somebody says something, and then what do I do when I have certain emotions? It's like, what do I do when I'm stressed? What do I do when I'm bored? What do I do when I'm happy? What do I do when I'm sad? And then how do certain decisions make me feel? So like, how do I feel when I chose a brownie over a um, salad? Or how did I choose when I had a salad instead of a brownie? Or how did I feel when I stayed in instead of going out? Like, just get really curious about all those things. And there's absolutely tons of different ways you can go about this. Like literally hundreds. We, again, we could do another podcast episode just on the different ways to go about it. But the most important thing here is that you just put you first in regards to what you're doing and then make changes. So there's a clear difference here between what you've probably done with everybody else and every other day you've ever done. They try and give you the changes to make. Whereas what we're saying now is actually just focus on you for a little bit. Like spend the next few weeks and months just learning about you, understanding you as a human being, your feelings, emotions, decisions, your day-to-day life, you know? And even things like, I mentioned then, like being a busy mum of two kids. And I know this is going to sound like a really silly thing to say, but like really dig deep on why that's difficult. Like we know that's difficult. I'm not questioning it. I'm not being like, it isn't because it is, but just like discover where it's difficult. Like what does, what happens? What are the impacts on the different things that you do? What does it, how does it make you feel? Like what, what does, how does it benefit you that you're a busy mum of two? Cause there'll be benefits too, but like just be re- unpack the whole thing. And then from there go, okay, based on all of this information I've got, these are the changes I'm going to make. Yeah, and I think it's just kind of what we would do with clients is just kind of understand all of that and then go, right, these are the three things that we want to work on first because these mm. are going to have the biggest impact on you right Such now. Such a good point. Um, so don't kind of like see all the stuff that's impacting your decision-making and your behaviours and whatever it may be. Um, don't see all of that and then don't try and like take over the world with all of that because then you just fall into that exact same mindset of like, it tends to be just that overhaul of your life overnight mm. is, is what a diet essentially ends up being. And then we wonder why we end up back where we started when we've just completely changed all of our habits and behaviours quite literally overnight and just gone, right, I'm going to do this from tomorrow. Let's go. Let's start now. Mm. And then it's, it's just like a, like a, just putting a plaster on all the things that are, meaning that you're making the decisions and the emotions that you've got and then just taking it off and like just all still being there mm. so love an analogy thank you um so i think it can be difficult when you start to understand this though to and i did this didn't i mm. be, once you start understanding all of this information that i would say that the kind of what's the word I'm looking for? The challenge you might face is then becoming a little bit over-analytical with it. So I think kind of almost like trying to, it goes into like changing too much in a way, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so having, if we're going down like a journal route where you ask yourself some questions, it might be that you're not someone who's ever done that before and actually putting pen to paper might feel quite challenging for you. So it might be that you just kind of have to allow yourself to think about those questions but journaling can be really really powerful um to just kind of jot down some of the kind of thoughts and think feelings and 
things that you notice basically um, rather than micromanaging every single ounce of your life. So if you're somebody, for example, who comfort eats, this week might simply just be about what logging what emotions you feel before you eat um, and, and just taking it from there. Mm. Like you don't need to change anything you're eating. You don't no. need to follow a plan or buy more vegetables in or get less or have less takeaways. You, you literally, because that's changing. It's changing what you're doing. So when you're doing it, question that. Is what I'm about to do now, am I actually changing what I was doing last week? Because if I am, then it's too soon. All I actually want to do is just go, what are the emotions I feel when I eat? Well, that's week one, done. Tick it off. Like I've achieved that. I've learned those things. Then you can make the changes after that. And even then, at that point, you might not make changes yet. But at least it gives you some insight into who you are. You're understanding yourself in a way that you've never done before because seven days in, where you'd usually have given up, you've usually fallen off the wagon. What actually you now know is that it's actually stress and boredom that causes you to eat, which is more information than you've ever had about yourself before, which is absolutely phenomenal. So a nice little uh, nugget there from JK at the end. And the big thing that she said before as well is definitely something to consider. Once you've got all this information, don't do it all at once. You've got the rest, you've got the rest of your life to be doing all this. Mm. Don't have to achieve it by Monday. Give yourself a break. In reality, if you think of it this way, think of how many years you've spent going on and off diets... And imagine what you could do with all of that information moving forwards so that you could change your life forever. Like, and you, would, you wouldn't have to do any of those things anymore. Mm. And like, you, you think it might take longer to kind of do it this way and it's the easy and the quick fix to just like do another diet and get those results again. But like, have you not done that time and time again and ended up back where you are? Like, why not try something different? Why not explore this? Like, be a little bit more patient with it. Get to know yourself and understand what makes you tick and mm. why you do what you do and, and just get real curious. Love that. Like, do you know what I'm curious about? What are you curious about, Phil? The on-the-spot question that on you're about to spot, do. On the spot. Mm. Okay, I've got a good question. I made it up all by myself. No way. Yeah, okay. I did. Are you ready? No you ready for this? I'll pretend You're ready for this? I feel like I got the tune a bit off there. We do our own sounds. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Um, if you could pick one film that could be your life, so like... Harry Potter. <laughs> See you all next week. Which would you pick? <laughs> you would like to live in, in Harry Potter? I want to be Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Is that it? Quick as that. I've not seen any other films. <laughs> <laughs> you have? You've seen loads of films? No film. No. Problem is though, I watch a lot of like rom-coms where like, it's like a guy marrying a woman like, I can't pick that because that's unfair to you. I don't oh, know. like if it, you just the storylines your life. You can put whoever you want in it, but the storylines your life. Well, certainly not love actually because it's very chaotic. <laughs> um, too many storylines going on in there. Yeah, I'd have to choose a storyline within the whole film. <laughs> story within the story within the story. Honestly, I genuinely can't. I think I can't see past being a wizard. Like, <laughs> what? You're a wizard, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? That's not even a line in the film. Is it not? No, it doesn't say you're a wizard, Harry. It's Harry, you're a wizard. Oh, yeah. does it? Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure I read that somewhere. Anyway. Oh, sorry, that's really got me thinking. I'd quite like to be Harry Potter. Oh, no, I wouldn't. No, I don't want to be Hagrid. Ooh. <laughs> no, he's, he's not got magic. Here's a question. Yeah. Am I in Harry Potter as me, or am I becoming someone who's in Harry Potter? 
No, so you you basically it's your life, so it's you. Mm. But you could like pick to become any character within the film. So I'm a character though. Yeah, but it's still for follow the storyline of the film. But that's what I'm saying. So like, am I Harry Potter or am I Phil Williams in Harry Potter? You're you're Phil Williams, but you're leading the life of, of a one. wizard. That's what I'm saying. So like, no, I oh. no specifics. So like. You I'd can have to choose whether person's. to have Ron Weasley's life or you can choose whether to oh. have Harry Potter's life, but you are Phil. There are certainly some benefits to being Ron Weasley. Why? Well, he has quite a love affair, doesn't he? And... With Hermione? Mm. <laughs> I forgot you liked Emma Watson. Mm. <laughs> There's certainly a benefit to that, I would imagine. <laughs> um, so I could be Ron. I'd quite like to be Ron's Ron, dad, though. Ron! Ron Weasley! Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, Just because he's dumbfounded by, like... What is his name? Mr. Weasley? Mm-hmm. Arthur. Arthur Weasley. Arthur Weasley. He's dumbfounded by, like... All human stuff. The uh, My favourite bit was the rubber ducks. Because <laughs> he wanted to know, why do they have rubber ducks? <laughs> what are they for? <laughs> he's a brilliant man. Honestly, he is one of the most underrated characters in anything ever. Do you think? Oh, he, he, he did not have enough her time. Not enough her time for me. You buy a lot of complaints, Jerky. That's me. <laughs> in six months it won't be. Oh no, it won't. No. Less than six months. It'll be JW. Five months. Yeah, not that we can. In a week. Or two. I don't know. Anyway, so Phil is going to be Arthur Weasley, but as Phil. Mm, Phil Weasley. So your son is going to be... Kissing him a lot soon. Yeah. That's a tricky storyline, isn't it? Yeah. And you, I feel, be Julie Walters. That's a good one. Oh, she's a legend. Yeah. Oh, I get to marry. Oh, what a life I've got. Yeah. Married to an absolute legend. Got a fun house. Son's a wizard, just being a legend. I'm dumbfounded by rubber ducks. Like, what a life. Uh, I get to meet Harry Potter. Yeah, you do. Oh, he gets excited, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. The breakfast when he doesn't even notice him at first. Oh, I want to watch Harry Potter now. I want to be in Harry Potter now. Sunday night, although. I feel like Harry Potter is a winter Yeah, winter it's film. a winter film. It's very sunny right now. I don't think it fits. It's too hot for Harry Potter. It is. Reggie's got his little cooling necklace on, hasn't he? Necklace? Yeah. Collar? Necklace. <laughs> is it a necklace? <laughs> is it hanging? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd, honestly, a very, very good question. Joker. I would definitely be in Harry Potter. That's a good question, that, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll ask you the same next week. No. To get thinking. No. I'll think of something better than that. Try it, mate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That is it. That is the end. The end of the podcast. Yeah, that's not how we usually end them, but <laughs> that is the end. I feel a little bit deluded because I've been cleaning for four hours today. I think I don't necessarily know what my words are right now. I'm not sure I would have strung a sentence together. It's 22 on Sunday night. We're all going to go and have a nap. <laughs> and pretend we're in Harry Potter. I'm not going for a walk. I'm getting some chocolate. Oh, splendid. Have a great whatever time it is and whatever day it is, and we'll catch you all later. Bye.